It was a silent night in Palmyra, Maine. Eric and Shelly Martin were sipping their coffee on the porch when Shelly spotted them. There were five of them. They looked like giant wolves, but strangely, one of them was standing on its hind legs. Their eyes radiated and looked like blinking lights. What are those? Shelly asked. I have no idea, Eric said, as he pulled Shelly into the house and locked the door from the inside. Welcome to the Blood Moon Forest Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin. Today, I bring you the story of the Martin family and the wolves of Palmyra, Maine. You'll want to stick around till the end of this episode because there are shocking revelations, twists, and bone-chilling details unraveling all along the way. Eric Martin had been working at a paper mill company in Maine for two decades. He was a family man, a proud father of a grown boy and a teenage daughter. He had a passion for hunting and was living a wholesome life. However, he suddenly found himself jobless when he wrecked his back in an accident at work. The year was 2005. A man who had worked the same job for two decades was like a dinosaur anywhere else in the job market. In those dark times, Shelly came to the rescue of the family. She landed a job in her hometown, Palmyra, through her old connections. The family moved to a secluded farmhouse in Palmyra, Maine. It was cheap, but it was sprawling. There was a hint of a smile when Eric first arrived at the farmhouse with his family. He and his wife Shelly had gone through a lot, here, they could both have some peace and quiet, or so they thought. Their daughter, Chelsea, wasn't so pleased with the location. This place looks like 200 years old, she said. It's just because it's your new home. It will grow on you, Shelly patted her back. Now, where are you taking that shotgun, mister? Eric's smile faded. Well, it is a secluded place. We need protection, so I'm bringing my gun with me in the house. No guns in the house. That's the rule. You can hide them in the barn if you need them around. We've got two dogs for protection. And nobody's going to rob us anyway. We're not rich, remember? Shelly hated guns. Eric, Shelly, and Chelsea were slowly settling in. The couple liked the new place. It was a spacious, multi-story house with a beautiful porch. Eric and Shelly enjoyed their small talks just after the sunset, drinking coffee while sitting outside their home. The expansive field stretching for a few hundred yards in front of them had a calming effect on their nerves. They just chalked it up to Chelsea's immaturity as the reason she kept complaining about the wilderness around the house. There's not even a proper road to our house from the main road. There are trees all around the field. We are essentially living in the middle of a jungle. Chelsea never ceased to stop complaining about the location of the house. It was a cold winter night the first time they saw the creatures. Eric and Shelly were having their evening coffee on the porch. Shelly saw a bunch of peculiar lights at the edge of the field. The tree cover was dense, but the lights were very prominent as they were consistently blinking. She nudged Eric and pointed him toward the blinking lights. Maybe they're poachers. Time to put my shotgun to good use. Hey, Sean, get up. We're going to go have a chat with these morons. Eric was eager for some action. Calm your horses, cowboy. Your son is back home to relax, not to get into a fight, Shelly said. Okay, the gun stays in the barn, Eric said, while looking at the barn, which wasn't more than 20 yards away from the house. We'll just yell at them that this is private property. As the father-son duo approached the forest, the blinking lights went further into the woods. This is private property... Get out of here or we'll have you arrested for trespassing, Sean shouted as they followed the lights. Then the lights vanished into thin air. Both Eric and Sean were in a jungle in the middle of the night, unarmed. They heard the rustling of leaves behind them, but there was nothing there. Let's get back home before something happens, Dad, Sean pulled his father by the arm. They both got back home unscathed. Soon, everyone forgot about the incident. A couple of months after that incident, Chelsea's boyfriend Nathan was there visiting. 
The winter season had just ended and it was the first day of spring. Chelsea and Nathan went for a morning walk in the woods. They took their dogs with them also. As they entered the woodland, they let the dogs off leash so that they could freely run around. It had been a tough winter and the whole family had been restricted to the home for the last few months. It hadn't been 10 minutes since Chelsea and Nathan began their walk in the woods that they heard the dogs barking. Chelsea could tell that the dogs were scared by the sound of their bark. Chelsea and Nathan both ran towards the barking and what they saw made them gasp. It was a huge mound made of twigs and broken branches of trees covered with grass and mud all over it. It was more like a den with a circular opening. It was made by some creature, but no animals in the area live in such a structure. The stench coming out of the hole made Chelsea flinch. Chelsea and Nathan tried to peek inside the den, but it was as dark as a moonless night in there. The horrid smell and the darkness coming out of the den made them feel that something wasn't right. They leashed the dogs and ran back home as if their lives depended on it. When they made it back home, they told everyone what happened in the woods. Eric and Sean were sure that it was the same place that they heard the muffled noises last time. There was a panic in the room, but nobody dared to inspect any further into the incident. No one was harmed, and so the incident went into oblivion after a few days. But soon enough, something happened that changed the lives of the Martin family forever. It happened a couple of months after the Chelsea and Nathan incident. Shelley and Eric were enjoying their nightly coffee. All of a sudden, they felt that something was off. Everything was dead silent around them. It was like someone had just pushed the mute button on the world around them. Eric and Shelley could hear each other's breath. Sean wasn't home and Chelsea was asleep in her bedroom. Something is about to happen, Shelley whispered. What? Eric said. She jumped from her seat and grabbed the high-powered flashlight that she had recently bought. She scanned the whole field but didn't see anything unusual. Well, I guess I am getting a bit dramatic, she said as she slid back into her seat. Does it look like there's a mist all around us? Something seems menacing about it, Eric said. I think we should get inside. Calm down, pretty boy, Shelly winked at her husband. There's nothing to worry about. Shelly stopped mid-sentence. They both spotted the creatures looking at them, standing right in the middle of the field. There were five of them. They looked like giant wolves, but strangely, one of them was standing on its hind legs. Their eyes radiated and looked like blinking lights. What are those? Shelly asked. I have no idea, Eric said, as he pulled Shelly into the house and locked the door from the inside. Without waiting for a single second, they closed every window on the ground floor. Shelly went upstairs to see if Chelsea was okay. Eric started pacing the ground floor. His forehead was twisted in a nasty frown. He never believed in weird, spooky stories, but now he was living one. Shelly turned off the lights of the whole first floor and woke up Chelsea. She told her everything that had just happened and what they just saw. Both Shelly and Chelsea looked outside from the window and saw the creatures. The creatures were all looking at the door. As they looked, one of the creatures stood on its hind legs and stared right at Chelsea. She felt a sharp chill run through her whole body. She ran back towards her bed and covered herself in the sheets. After seeing what she had just saw, her bed seemed like the only safe place on earth right now. Don't worry, my dear, Shelly said. Just lock the door, stay in your bed, and don't come outside no matter what you hear. After telling Chelsea to stay there, Shelly went to find her dogs. She found both of them silently huddled together in the master bedroom. After some time, Eric looked outside from a slit in one of the windows. The creatures were gone. The field looked deserted. After relentlessly looking everywhere, he finally spotted the terrifying group of creatures at the edge of the forest under the moonlight. Eric was thinking hard. What on earth are these things? I've never seen anything like them in all my years hunting in the woods. They must be some kind of apex predator. 
Otherwise, why would all the animals become so silent? I wish I had my gun with me. Eric slowly opened the door. He crawled toward the car, which was parked just in front of the porch. The keys to the barn were inside of it. As he opened the car's door to get the keys, the motion sensor light turned on. Damn it, I didn't think this through, Eric said under his breath. In a panic, he dropped the keys on the floor. At that precise moment, he saw the creatures. One of them was yet again standing on its hind legs. And right as he looked at that one, it turned its head towards him and stared back. All the blood flushed from his face. He picked the keys up and started to move as fast as he could back to the house. As he was moving toward the door, the creatures ran towards him. They were not more than 10 yards away from him when he shut the door behind him. Shelly saw the condition her husband was in when he got back in the house. She couldn't control her tears. Shelly pulled Eric up and told him to come with her to their daughter's room. Chelsea hugged both her parents the moment she opened the door for them. With trembling hands, Shelly called the police. Just tell them that you think there's a trespasser outside, Eric said. Those things will run off as soon as they see the police coming. But once she got the police on the phone, she told them everything that really happened. She couldn't control her sobbing. Eric could tell that she was worried about their lives. There was a clear and definitive panic in her voice. Ma'am, please calm down. They are most likely some wild animals. A pack of wolves, bears maybe. Don't worry, everything will be fine. Just close the doors and stay inside, the police officer said before the line went dead. That's it. We are on our own now, Eric said. I shouldn't have accepted that job and moved us here, Shelly started sobbing uncontrollably. Chelsea, you were right all along about this place. Don't worry, dear. It's all going to be fine, Eric said. Chelsea brought anything and everything she thought they could use as a weapon to her room. Kitchen knives, an axe, pots with long handles, everything. Eric pulled all the heavy furniture in front of the door to the room. Shelly brought out all the sheets from the cupboards and used them to tie everything together. After they did everything they could to barricade themselves inside the house, they all huddled together. It's gonna be fine, Eric kept repeating, but the night was far from over. The creatures started to move around the house in circles. The house was surrounded by a ring of gravel. As the creatures moved, the Martins could hear the crunching sounds of the creatures' footsteps on the gravel. They are trying to find a way to get inside, Chelsea said. Don't worry, I've locked every window and door. We're safe inside, Eric said. But his facial expressions were telling a whole other story. In an instant, the footsteps ceased to make any sound. Chelsea let out a sigh of relief, but within a second she heard a deafening sound from the rooftop of the house. They're trying to get inside from upstairs, Chelsea was now crying. Don't worry, my sweetheart, they won't be able to get inside, Shelly hugged her daughter. Eric could hear the sound of the claws of the creatures scaling the rooftop. Every now and then, they heard a banging sound at the windows. The night seemed endless, but there was nothing they could do. I was out of my mind when I insisted to keep the gun outside the house, Shelly said while sobbing. What use is it if we can't get it? Stay calm, my dear. It is almost sunrise. These creatures dwell in the darkness. They'll run off as soon as the sun comes out, Eric said as he gently stroked his wife's head. As Eric said, the sun came to the rescue of the Martin family. As dawn approached, they could hear the creatures fighting amongst themselves. Apparently, some of them wanted to keep pushing their luck and find a way to get to the family hiding inside the house. But slowly, their sounds vanished. And as the sun rose above the horizon, those things ran back to wherever they came from. Eric started slowly removing all the hurdles he had placed in front of the door of his daughter's room. He was exhausted with all the trauma and terror he had faced the whole night. With extreme caution, he opened the gate of the house and went straight to the barn. After taking out his beloved gun, he roamed all around the house to see if any of the creatures were still lurking, because this time, he was prepared to give them a befitting welcome. He didn't see any of the creatures, but he did find all the signs that they had been there. 
Gigantic lines dug deep into the wood of the door made him realize that the creatures definitely had some lethal claws. They also found hairs of the creatures stuck to the walls of the house. It was too much for anyone to bear. The family immediately sold the house and moved. They never experienced anything like that again after leaving. That's the end of it, and that's all for me for now. Be sure to subscribe to my channel and keep getting more bone-chilling content. Also, please let me know what you think about the creatures that attacked the Martins. Were they werewolves, as many people claim? Or were they normal animals who had kind of gone crazy? I'm pretty excited to know what you guys really think about what these animals were or exactly what happened. But I'll be back with yet another mind-blowing story soon. Until then, take care.